Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you ready for another episode of Mike Gazzola's Real Estate Investing That Works? Making money in real estate has never been easier. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com. You are listening to Real Estate Investing That Works with Mike Gazzola. I'm Kerry Lutz. This is episode 27. Mike, we know about real estate foreclosure auctions, tax deed sales, but a lot of places to locate properties that aren't on MLS. Let's talk about some. Well, you know, what I love teaching people is how to find the properties that just aren't on the MLS. That was the old way of doing things, where you just simply call up a realtor, have them make the offer for you, and hope it goes through. Nowadays, with the power of the internet, I show you how to do this from the comfort of your own home, and how to find the deals that just aren't out there. There's so many of them that there's enough for, you know, people ask me all the time, Mike, why would you want to teach these things? Because you're just creating competition. But there's so many deals out there that are not on the MLS that the 10 richest people, you know, take, you know, Bill Gates and Zuckerberg and a hundred other real thousand other real estate investors. They don't even have enough money to buy everything that's out there because there's so much to go around. So my ego is not so big that I think, oh, yeah, you know, if I teach you, you know, I'm never going to be able to do this. I know for sure that there's enough to go around. It doesn't matter how many people learn these techniques, these strategies. There's so much to go around that there's enough for you to succeed, enough for me to succeed. So the deals that aren't on the MLS, you know, a big majority of them are just simply auction houses, properties that go through the auction. You know, the way that I show you how to find, you see, when you have to deal with the MLS, right, you're searching out properties, you're making offers, you're spending a lot of man hours. What I'd rather show you how to do is just pull the foreclosure list, see what's available, do basic techniques to see which are the most profitable in your opinion, depending on what your criteria is, and make an educated decision on exactly what you want to buy and they're properties that just aren't available to people that don't know how to do this. Yeah. So auctions, tax deed sales, how else do you find properties uh, that aren't on the MLS? Well, the, apart from just the auctions, the tax, tax auctions, you know, you find deals through probate. You find deals that properties have been inherited. You find what I call distressed owners, meaning it's people that own properties that just don't want to own them anymore. And it doesn't matter how they got them because they may have gotten it by inheritance. They may have gotten it because they've just owned it for so many years. And maybe, you know, what I find a lot of times is, you know, somebody owned a property for the last 20 years. You know, they've had a tenant for 15 years of that. And you know what? The tenant moves out and they say, well, yeah, I just don't feel like doing this anymore. You know, I, I made my money back two, three times more than what I paid. And I just don't feel like doing this anymore. You know, running a very basic ad in the newspaper, we buy houses. Everyone's seen it all the time. And you're thinking, do those ads work? Well, you know, for a cost of $100, $150, you run it periodically. You'll absolutely get calls. Because what happens is when somebody become, comes into that situation, 
meaning they just lost a family member. Now they've inherited the house. A lot of times they don't want to be real estate investors. They may live out of state. They just don't want to do this. So what happens is when you have that very basic ad in the newspaper, we buy houses, they come into that scenario. They're looking just to get out of the property. They don't want to call a realtor, a buying agent, selling agent. They don't want to spend the next six months trying to market the property. They know sometimes in these low price ranges, no mortgage companies want to lend on them. So they know their chance of selling it quickly is going to be very low. You get these people, you just run a very basic ad, and you'll get people actually coming to you to sell you properties that just aren't on the MLS. Amazing. I can't believe that that technique still works. Yeah, I mean, it's... uh, you know, I, every time you open a newspaper, you'll see some ad like that. And, you know, why do you think they're doing that? They're not doing it because they get zero calls. They're doing it because it's a small investment to make with a huge upside. But that's just another one that I teach you guys to do. You know, the old way of doing it, too, you know, sending out, uh, well, okay, for one, let me tell you, I was going to tell you, you know, just a free ad on Craigslist works tremendously. But you know what also works? is looking for people selling houses on Craigslist. Because what happens is, just like if you decide to use a realtor, because a lot of people want that comfort level of knowing that a realtor is putting through the offers and it's taking, you know, some people find a comfort level in that. But you can also do it the reverse. You know, instead of running an ad, look at people that are selling properties because you'll find people that are desperate to get out of the property. They just need to move on. And a lot of times it's like the wholesalers I told you about. They have a property that they've bought subject to, meaning that they bought it and they have 30 days to close, right? So they didn't buy it, but what they did is they got you under contract. So somebody... It's like an uh, option, huh? It's like an option. And what happens is the wholesaler has that property on option, meaning they've wrapped it up for 30 days and... They might have gotten a great price because you got to remember, these guys are scouring. They're working hard. They may have gotten a good price. And if they don't have it done in 30 days, they got nothing. So what happens is as that time starts to pass and it's getting closer and closer, now they may be be happy to make $1,000. And you know what? That $1,000 over will be a tremendous deal if they bought it right. So that's why a lot of what I teach you is doing the research. How do you find comparable sales? How do you find what properties are selling for today? How do you find out what the back taxes are, if there's back taxes? How do you find out if there's a mortgage? How do you do all this research online without ever leaving your home? That's a huge part of being able to buy these properties that just aren't on the MLS. Um, What about those websites like for sale by owner, other sites like that. Ever had any luck with them? I have. You know, it it, it all depends on how much time you want to spend to find the very best deal, right? You know, these for sale by owners, a lot of times, the reason that they're for sale by owners is because their amount is very tiny, meaning their equity position, meaning they either owe more on the property than it's worth, meaning that whatever they don't make up, they actually have to pay out of pocket to be able to sell. That happens a lot of times on these for sale by owner sites. Or they just don't want to pay any commissions at all. And usually those kind of people that do for sale by owner, a lot of times they're asking for more than the retail price. So yes, you could have success, but you got to remember those two caveats here is that a lot of people on those for sale by owner sites are in a position, meaning, let me clarify that. It means 
they owe $190,000 on the house. The absolutely retail value is $200,000. They have such a razor-thin margin that they're working with that a lot of times it would be impossible for you to get a great deal because if you offered $170,000, $160,000, that would be more than I typically want to pay for a house with only that much equity. But they're not even going to be able to take that because their margin is so thin on the property. Because if you owe $190,000 or $180,000 on a house worth $190,000, you really only have $10,000 to play with. It means there's not much room for negotiation. But the deals you're looking for are the deals that have just been sitting there for a long, long time. And the for sale by owner has been going and going and going. They thought they were going to sell it for a record-breaking price. It just hasn't happened. They may have a lot of equity in the property. They may own it free and clear. But you're able to come in. They're tired of having it up for sale. They're tired of messing with this. You can now lowball them, offer them a really low price, and they'll be happy to take it just to end this whole process. So the key to success is weeding through everything that's out there, take into account what their asking price is, ask a few questions, give them a call up, ask them, how much do you owe on your first mortgage? Do you have back taxes? How quick are you looking to move? How much money are you looking to make on this property? Have you already bought a new house? You see, the reason you're asking these questions is you're probing. If they've already bought a new house, then their back may be against the wall. They may have $40,000, $50,000 equity there, but now they're getting scared because they're about to move into their new house. They haven't sold this house, and although they wanted to make $50,000 on it, the idea of owning two houses and having two house payments You know, some people just aren't in a position to be able to do that. So now they're forced to sell. And those are the deals you're looking for. So ask all those probing questions I just told you. Ask the people, you know, what's their ultimate goal? You know, do they own it free and clear? If so, are they willing to sell it to you on a land contract? Meaning, you know, that's what a lot of these guys are teaching. When they're telling you no money down, they're teaching you one technique, which is exactly that. Find the for sale by owners, people that own them free and clear, and offer for them to carry a note for you. Well, guess what? The only reason they're going to carry a note for you is because they can't get anybody to pay that amount of money and finance it. Who can finance it or who will pay cash for it? So what happens is you ultimately end up paying a lot more for the property because you're their only option, meaning the only way they can sell you a property that's worth $160,000 for $170,000 is that they finance you on it. Because nobody paying cash is going to pay 170 for a house worth 160 No bank's going to lend on that. So you, using these no money down schemes, I like to say, but they work. Doesn't mean you can't buy the property for no money down. I would just hate to see what you bought using that technique. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess if you have no credit or bad credit, uh, you're kind of stuck paying more for questionable deals, right? That's right. You know, sometimes the need for somebody to own a piece of property is so overwhelming that they're willing to pay too much for it, pay too high of an interest rate just to say that they own a property. You know, that's why rentals have been so great right now is because a lot of that mentality has changed and a lot of people just want a place to live and they don't want stress and they don't want to worry about it. So as an investor, as a landlord, there's such tremendous opportunity here right now. And when you use these techniques, and buy properties that are not on the MLS, you're able to make that much more return because you're paying way far under market value that your rental income actually is a higher percentage than it would be 
if you overpaid for a property. So if you took a property that was, you know, let's use upstate New York as an example, and you know, you pay $20,000 for that property, but retail's 40,000, right? If you were to pay 40,000 for that property and get $800 a month, that's not a bad return. But what if you could double that return by buying it for 20,000 and not buy one, but buy two? So using these techniques, and that's why I have this free training video series, and that's why I, I do boot camps, and that's why I do live trainings, and that's why I have you know 12 hours of discs where people can actually learn all these different techniques. You know, there's 42 different techniques and things that I teach, and the reason I do that is because real estate is so broad. You could choose just a couple of the techniques and have tremendous success, but it's better to know what's available to you. If I can show you how to save twenty, thirty thousand dollars on your very first investment, you'll find that training with me was a great deal, especially if you're able to do it through my free video training series. But some people need more. That's why I did the DVD set. That's why I do the boot camps. That's why you can spend five days with me. I do it very selectively. I don't advertise it. You have to apply for it because I'm not looking for failures. I'm looking for people that are actually going to succeed. And the best way I could do that is to know what your goals are, what you're trying to accomplish. But if you're looking to do this and you're looking to get the very best deals that are out there, the way you do that is by thinking outside the box. And that's what I teach you to do. And hey, just one other quick question, rent to own type deals, you got any opinion on it? Yeah, you know, a lot of people over the years, I mean, a lot of people have asked me, tenants, if I'm willing to do rent to own. And the only reason I've said no every single time is because to me, okay, let's use one of these examples. Just say I bought it for 30000 I'm all in at 30000 And retail value, let's just say is 50000 Let's just use some, I mean, I have real examples, but let's just, let's make them simple numbers for the sake of teaching you this concept. Let's just say that, right? I buy it for thirty. it's worth fifty, But I can get Let's say it's a single family house and I can get $750 a month rent. Maybe let's use $800 just because it's an easier example. What would happen is if I did a rent to own, I would be able to get $1,000 a month, right? $200 more. But what happens is, you know, a lot of these tenants on single family homes end up staying, you know, six, seven. I've had people there 10 years. And what happens is, wouldn't you rather collect $800 a month for 10 years? You know, that's close to $100,000 then actually do a rent-to-own where you collect less money, but at the end of that term, they actually own the property. You know, the way I do it, I would rather just be a straight landlord because I don't want that extra $200 a month in exchange for relinquishing my ownership of the property. Because what happens is real estate always goes up. Even when it goes down, it always goes up, right? I mean, it's a graph. It's gonna. There's going to be hiccups. I mean, I think there's been 17 market crashes. But historically, it's still always gone up, right? Forget those little bumps in the road. So what happens is, let's just say there's zero equity, just to make it an easy example. I buy it for $30,000. I get $1,000 a month from you. Let's just say for 35 months. Let's just use that as an example because I'm going to collect a little interest. You're going to pay more than the rent each month just to be able to own the property. So you'll have paid me $35,000, right? Now, what if I rented it to, to somebody for $800 a month, for 100 months, right? 
doesn't even a hundred months isn't that long. You know, it's a little more than eight years. Let's just use five years as an example, because lots of tenants in single family houses stay five years. Sixty months at eight hundred dollars a month, that's forty-eight thousand. I've already made more, and guess what? I still own the property. So I've never in my entire life said yes to a rent to own. Makes a lot of sense. And want to find out more? You want to contact Mike? Check out his website. Best place, Mike. Well, if you want to ask me questions, I love getting questions. I love when people want to know exactly what they're thinking. You know, if there's something that you want me to discuss on this show, just send me an email. Someone's always monitoring that email. It's Mike at teachmemike.com. Now, if you want to start learning exactly what I do, exactly what I teach, you can get my free video training series. You just go to teachmemike.com. You enter just your first name and your email address, and you can get started today. To get started now, go to teachmemike.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.